Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Hello and welcome to Voice of the Church. I'm Pastor Steve Sweats and I am thankful that you could join today as we reflect for a few moments upon the word of the Lord. Our message today is about the phrase, I am the light of the world, taken from John chapter 8, verse 12. This is the second I am statement of the Lord Jesus Christ. The statement of our Savior focuses upon light. He says there in verse 12, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of light. Light extinguishes darkness. So as we come to our passage, we are reminded that by nature, humans are in darkness. One way to describe the fall is that man fell from light. The world was plunged into darkness. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. This statement was profound, prophetic, fulfilling, angering or comforting, and divine. To help us wrap our minds around this, we must understand what's taking place. And the setting of this statement is the Feast of Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booze. It's about to come to an end. This is one of the three Old Testament feasts that the Jews celebrated that expected all the men near Jerusalem to come and to the city. And it was a harvest festival, thanking God for his great provision. And it was a festival which focused back upon what God had done in history. Back in John chapter 7, 37, it refers to the last and greatest day of the feast. What happened on the last day of the feast and on the others was that in the temple, the golden candelabra were lit. The two menorah were lit, the candelabra with seven lamps or candles. And the court of the women would be lit. And when that was lit, the whole city around the temple would be illuminated and the temple could be seen lit up from the surrounding hills. But once all of those candles are blown out, once the great fires are darkened, darkness hangs over the city. It is this context, then, that Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. God, Jesus, as light, is a theme carried throughout the Old Testament and into the New Testament. Sixteen times in the Gospel of John, Jesus is described as light. Jesus is fulfilling prophecy. Isaiah 9, verse 2, Psalm 104, verses 1 and 2, spoke about the light to come, the light to the nations. There's another Old Testament connection taking place in the earlier context of John. This connection is with the wilderness. The greatest miracles and blessings of the wilderness wandering culminate in Jesus Christ. So if you know something about the Old Testament, what was Israel's light in the wilderness? Well, in Exodus chapter 13, verse 21 to 22, we read, And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, so as to go by day and night. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. It was that pillar of cloud and fire that gave light and clarity to the Israelites 
and darkness and confusion to the Egyptians, back in Exodus chapter 14. The light led them. The light protected them. And now Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So Jesus not only calls himself the I am a second time, but he connects his person and work to God's great work of redemption in history. And also as a light to the world, the expansion of the church outside the walls of Israel, he is the light of the world. What Jesus is saying to those still in darkness is that there is a light that had come into the world. He will provide the only solution to those things which flourish in darkness, namely sin and brokenness, frustration, spiritual depression, and loneliness. And we find ourselves today in a unique situation these days of COVID where there's so much fear, there's so much darkness and loneliness and depression. Where can we look for the answer? Where can we find the solution? Jesus gives light to see. So that when sin or temptation or frustration arise, we will have the eyes to see it because we will have the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. When brokenness abounds, we'll be able to see through it and sail through those waters. I must warn you, dear friends, that following the light doesn't mean that everything in the rest of your life will be easy. God might call us to a very difficult path to walk, but God promises to go before us and behind us, just like he did for the Israelites when we trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus was rejected by the religious leaders of his day. They brought all different arguments against Jesus. In John 8, Jesus is still defending himself, but the day is coming, six months from this episode, that as a sheep before its shears is silent, so he will open not his mouth. These leaders will commit homicide. They will kill the Savior. They will seek to put out, to snuff out the light of the world. But they cannot do this. For this is a light not for men, not the light of the candelabra which burned for a week and then everything goes out and is dark all over again. No, this is the light sent from God. This is the one who said, Whoever follows me will never walk in the darkness but will have the light of life. Are you following the light? Is Jesus your light among the darkness of this world? A couple of years ago, I went camping. And in this campground, which was very rustic, had no electricity, there was a trail, a shortcut through the woods to the bathroom. And so going to the bathroom before bed at night, I was walking with my wife and we took one flashlight. She was walking ahead of me. And the trail narrowed, and as she went ahead with the flashlight, I followed right behind her. But something happened. I tripped and fell, right over a tree root. It was my fault. I had not followed closely enough. I couldn't see what the light was shining. Spiritually, sometimes we fall as we walk through the woods of life, don't we? Sometimes we stumble in sin and discontent. When we do, repent. But also ask yourself, are you walking close to the light? Or have you slowly fallen back a bit? And maybe you're listening to this and your life has slid far away from the Lord. 
Maybe you at one time seemed to walk closer to the light, but now you've, you've backslid in sin. You've made poor decisions in life. And maybe you're looking for answers. But here's the answer. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He's the light that can shine upon your path. When you think about your life and your relationship with the Lord, isn't it true that when you were most often in prayer and in devotion, in Bible study and Bible reading, attending services, whether in person or, or online, that things seem to just go better? But the fact is, dear friend, is that things might not actually be going much differently. But if we're walking close to the light of God, the one he provides in his word, the one he provides through the Lord Jesus Christ, then our path is illuminated. We are reminded that we depend upon the Lord for guidance. When the storm clouds of a frowning providence come upon us, we are sheltered by God. When the darkness of a broken relationship or a struggle with addiction or a difficult child or a difficult parent or the recognition that our life is so short and frail and we mourn loved ones who have gone before us, it is Jesus who sheds light upon our path. Follow him. He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Follow him. Live in him. Trust in him. And be comforted in the truth that you belong to him. The light has come into the world. It is the Lord Jesus Christ. Find your life in him. And let us say hallelujah. What a savior. Thank you for joining me today. I pray that you might be blessed as you look to the light of our salvation. Thank you.